My name is Heather Knudsen, and I'm a professor in the Planetary Science Department here at Caltech. And I study the properties of extrasolar planets, which are planets that orbit stars other than the sun. So mostly these are sort of our closest exoplanetary neighbors. Uh, we're not talking about planets in other galaxies. We're mostly talking about planets which are in kind of the same part of our own little corner of our galaxy. So these are around some of the closest stars to the sun. The, the planets that I found to be the most surprising, uh, I think out of all the ones that we've discovered so far, uh, I guess the sort of classic example is that we see these gas giant planets which are very similar to Jupiter, but orbit in uh, sort of much, very much closer in than Mercury is to the sun. So these planets orbit their stars once every two or three days and they're absolutely getting roasted. And we know they couldn't have formed there, they had to have formed farther out and migrated in. And so one thing we're still trying to understand is, uh, you know, what are the forces that caused them to migrate in, whereas Jupiter seemed to have, you know, moved around a little bit, but more or less stayed put in our own solar system. Uh, the implications of these hot Jupiters, is what we call them, uh, are actually huge for our own solar system, because if you want to know how many potentially habitable Earth-like planets are out there, having one of these giant planets just kind of rampage its way through the inner part of the planetary system uh, could toss out your habitable Earth uh, and put it in an either much closer orbit or a much farther orbit. So knowing how things have moved around will tell you a lot about where you might find interesting planets. So the atmospheres of hot Jupiters are very exotic by solar system standards. Uh, they typically have temperatures of sort of, you know, a thousand to several thousand Kelvin. So this is, at these temperatures, these planets could have clouds of molten rock, for example. Uh, they have atmospheric compositions which would seem very exotic to us. They're actually more similar to the compositions of relatively cool stars. So we actually adapt, to describe these planets, we use stellar models to describe their atmospheres. Uh, we think they're probably also tidally locked which is very interesting because it means that one side of the planet is getting all of the heat and the other side of the planet is sort of in permanent night. And one thing we do is to try and understand the effect that that has on the weather patterns on these planets. So do you have winds that are pretty good at carrying that energy around to the night side and kind of mixing everything up? Or do these planets have these just extreme kind of temperature gradients between the day side and the night side? So we have a couple different theories for how hot Jupiters may have ended up in their present-day orbits. One theory is that uh, they, shortly after they formed, they were still embedded in the gas disk where they formed and that they uh, interacted with the disk such that the disk kind of torqued them and pulled them in. So uh, that's kind of an early migration theory. There's also sort of a late migration version, which is that after the disk had gone away, these planets uh, had interacted with a third body in the system. So maybe you had another distant massive planet, or maybe you actually had a planet which was part of a binary star system, and that those three-body interactions excited a large orbital eccentricity in the innermost planet, and that once it starts coming in close to the star, the tides start to damp out the eccentricity, so what you end up with is something which is a gas giant planet in a very short period circular orbit. So that's kind of a more complicated story, but there are some clues in the data that that may be true for at least a subset of the hot Jupiters that we study. You're listening to the audio edition of Universe Today. You can send us an email at info at universetoday.com, follow us on Twitter, Google+, or Facebook. 
and you can see the video version of everything on our YouTube channel.